so today I am it's just talking. This morning I found out that uh, I lost an uncle. And I guess I'm just trying to help myself figure out what I'm feeling, figure out what it is that I'm going through. Uh, this uncle is not biologically my uncle. My younger brother, my younger sister, their dad was my stepdad, and I knew his side of the family more than I knew my biological dad's side of the family. <clears throat> and I've basically grown up with, grew up with them. So I guess I'm just trying to help myself process what I'm feeling. You know, I was around their family just as much as my younger brother and younger sister. And no one could ever, you couldn't tell a difference if they knew if I wasn't their biological nephew or grandson or cousin or not. Because everybody always treated me like everybody else in the family. So my uncle Lester, who passed this morning, his dad, my grandfather, died about six months ago, maybe five months ago. And he had a, he has a twin, my Aunt Leslie. And this has been a rough five months for her, with her dad and her brother both being gone. And her husband as well. So within five months, she's lost three people. My feelings are as of right now, confusing because I'm not sure what it is that I'm feeling. I'm not sure what it is that my body's trying to process or go through. <clears throat> so I just wanted to do a little background on my my uncle. <laughs> so, you know, that side of the family was always in church and we went to church with him all the time. He was always smiling. He has one of the biggest smiles I've ever seen in my life. And you could never tell if he was going through anything. You know, he, his energy was just radiant. It was always huge. And he had enough energy to bounce off a hundred people in one room. And you always felt good around him. You know, I have a lot of good memories with him and not so many bad memories. I've, I don't have any personal bad memories from him. Um, what I do know is that children aren't perfect. So I've, I've, I've seen some not really bad times, but frustrating times between him and my grandmother. And, you know, as a grandson who loves their grandmother, you try to feel what they feel or understand what they go through. And you never could because, for one, it's a, it's a relationship between a mother and a son. So that's not anything that anybody else could really feel, no matter how hard you try 
because that's their bond. That's their love. That's their relationship. <clears throat> but I used to get mad at them for making my grandmother sad sometimes or frustrated sometimes. But we all have. All of us have made our mother or our father upset or sad or frustrated. But she did as any mother would do. She's never stopped praying for him. She's never left his side. She was always there anytime he needed her to be. And I remember my Uncle Lester would take us like on drives or anything. And as a as a kid, he would, you know, sit us behind a wheel and let us act like we're driving, <laughs> like we're in control. And, you know, that was the type of person he was. He wanted to make sure that all of us were in good places. All of us had a good mood. And, you know, I've, I've learned a lot from him over these years. One thing that's sad to say is as I got older and life started to be, I don't know what the word is I'm looking for, but life started to have more an effect on me as far as uh, responsibilities. So having kids, um, maintaining a household, maintaining a relationship, maintaining a marriage, working, you know, I, we didn't lose any love for each other, but we didn't have that same communication or involvement with each other as we did when I was younger. And, you know, today has made me reflect on that. Not in ways that I would think, because I would have thought that it would have made me really sad or it would have made me happy thinking about him in his time. And right now I just don't really feel much of anything. And, you know, I'm hoping that me speaking this out loud will allow me to deal with some of my emotions or will allow me to let myself feel what it is that I'm going through. I know that I'm not really happy. I know that um, I'm not really super sad, but I can feel there there's some type of sadness there. Or oh, I don't know if I'm just not allowing myself to, to feel what I really feel. And, you know, I'll go back and listen to this, you know, to hear my own voice talk about these things. So I guess this podcast is, if it's always for somebody else if you can find some benefit in it. But um, right now, this podcast is me, you know, taking care of myself so I can get an understanding about me. And... That's what I need right now because I can't really support or be there for anyone until I'm allowing myself to be here for myself. So hopefully it's something that if you listen to, something that you may have gone through that you can pull out and, and identify with. Um, my uncle Lester, he 
He came to visit a couple years ago here in Minnesota with my younger sister. Him and my younger sister are pretty close. Um, and I didn't get a chance to go and see him. I'm not sure if it was work or my own fault for not seeing him. But I know he was here pretty quick and he, he didn't really leave pretty quick, but probably from like one day to the next there and gone. And, you know, I wish I had that opportunity back. You know, I wish I had a bunch of opportunities back. They have taken care of me in ways that I wouldn't have if they weren't around. Because I didn't necessarily know my biological dad's side of the family. And I know more of them now, but I still don't know them as well as I know my stepdad's side of the family. There was a time my grandmother wanted me to live with her. Everybody thought that I would be a preacher. <laughs> so my uncle, Lester, is somebody that I try to be sometimes because of his smile. People gravitate toward it because of the energy that he had. It always felt good. I've never heard him raise his voice, not once. He've always spoke in a giggly, nice tone, always. I've never heard him argue with anyone, be aggressive with anyone. I didn't really hear anything negative from him, anything confrontational. You know, a lot of things that I go through in my life or a lot of ways that I try and be, you know, um, are experiences that I have either with myself or from people that I've been around. And he, he has definitely had an impact on me to the point where to this day, I'm still trying to, I guess, make him proud or show him that I have some of his ways. You know, my grandmother used to live on this long street in Chicago, like from one block to the next. As a kid walking, it felt like a mile. But he would take me outside with the dog, and our dog name was E.T., go figure, a dog named E.T. But he would take me outside with the dog, and we would walk either in the alley or on the sidewalk. And it felt like we would be walking forever. And he'd say, oh, we haven't even went that far. But we're far enough down the street that I can barely see my grandmother's house. But the conversations we have were perfect. You know, it was those conversations that take you away from any problems in the world. 
It was those conversations that, that will put your soul at ease. And no matter what it is that you're going through, that conversation will tell you that it's okay. And we've never had conversations like that. He was just that type of person. You know, he, he just spoke that way. You could feel it in his words. And I didn't have too many of those influences around me. And that's something else that I try to do now. That's another way that, that I try and be. You know, I've never really sat down and, and thought about it this way or put this much thought into it the way I'm doing now. But I thank him for everything that he's done for me. Every conversation, every smile. When my grandmother passed, he had one of the best things to say. And he was, he was telling a dog about a parrot telling a dog to get the burglar. And I can remember, I don't remember the whole story, but I can just remember that he kept saying, sick him, Jesus. Sick him, Jesus. The dog's name was Jesus. But I may even look that up to see if he stole it from somewhere, but I'm really curious as to how uh, that story came about. Now I wanna, I wanna remember that whole story because at the end, I wasn't sad that my grand, that I was at my grandmother's funeral. That story he told helped me come out of whatever it is I was feeling. I've never really taken death good. And because of him, that was one of the easiest funerals I'd ever been a part of. And it was just that story. I don't know why, but it was it was just that story. Or maybe it was the way I saw him. Or the way that I see him. You know, I know his life wasn't always perfect. I know there was things that he went through, or demons he had to fight, which makes him human. I mean, all of us have have those things, those imperfect things that, that go on in our life. But one thing that I do know is no matter what he went through, he remained a faithful person to God. He stayed in church. Now I was talking to my younger sister and found out he had just bought himself a house. Now I'm proud of my uncle. <clears throat> I know he has faced some adversities and bounced back really well from him. Now he was raised right, that I do know. But one thing that, another thing that I know, and I have to give him credit for it, because it doesn't matter how you're raised, if you decide to take your own path, you could go against every good thing that was taught you. He came out 
in a really good place. I'll miss him for the rest of my life. So I guess part of what I'm feeling is guilt. Because I've been in a place to reach out to him, to have conversations with him now that I'm older. And I've taken him for granted. And I don't have those options anymore. I know I can always talk to him like I talked to both of my grandmas, my stepdad, my grandfather, my best friend, Melissa. I can talk to them the same way I talk to all of them. But now, since he's gone, just like the rest of them, I've missed that opportunity to have him speak back to me. I've missed that opportunity to see that smile radiate the room. I've missed that those opportunities to see him have a conversation and laugh. He and my younger brother, Richard, were the only person only two people in life that I think are capable of full-blown crying and have a complete smile on your face. I didn't even know that was possible. And those are the only two people that I've ever seen do it. So yeah, I mean, I guess I just figured one thing out and it's my own guilt. And this is why I talk about things because it helps me to realize what I'm going through. My psychologist actually suggested, suggested that I do this to help me start the process. So it's been amazing journey of life and it's not always good but earlier today I couldn't even remember a lot of the good times that we had and I have so many stories that's popping into my head right now but if you were on one end of the table and he was on the other end and sometimes at family get-togethers, we had a long table. But if he was talking to you and you were on the other end of the table, he made sure that you could hear him. <laughs> and he had a huge smile on his face. I think because of him, I know how far a smile can go. And I wish I could see that right now. But one thing that I do know is I have an extra set of eyes to watch me. I have an extra person up there to, to touch my heart and guide me in a, the right direction or path that I need to take. 
because even in moments where he may have not been doing good, he made sure you were. And he helped you get focused on a direction that you need to go to. So as I continue to figure this process out, you know, my hopes is always that someone will listen to my podcast and find them beneficial for themselves. Maybe with this one, you know, someone who's experienced what I'm experiencing will leave me a comment or leave me a message that'll that'll help me process better because I can use it right now. So, Uncle Lester, I love you. I always have. I thank you for being my uncle, even though you didn't have to. I was accepted in your eyes, well, in all of you guys' eyes, just as my younger brother and younger sister were. I appreciate the uncle that you were, the uncle that you are, the man that you are, and the son of God that you are. I'm sorry I've missed out on these opportunities. But I promise to not keep that going with the family that I have left here. I'm going to make myself more available to have conversations with my loved ones and to reach out to them so that we can rebuild the relationship that we once had. Because without that side of the family, I don't know what type of person I'd be. I love you, Uncle Lester. Rest in peace. Please continue to keep looking over us. I know you'll steer us in the right way. Thank you for everything. I love you.